0: This is the country sport breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. I've been around the world a couple of times or maybe more. I've seen the sights, I've had the lights on every foreign shore. But when my mates all ask me the place that I adore, I tell them right away. What do we tell them? 12 minutes away from uh, 8 o'clock here on Gold Sport and the Country Sport Breakfast with that little Aussie ditty. We join our Australian correspondent, Jim Dolan. Morning, Jim. G'day, Brian. Couldn't believe it when I woke up yesterday morning to see that Italy had beaten Australia, albeit by one point (laughs) in the rugby.
1: Yes, but you'd be happy to know that it was a Kiwis' fault. Everyone's blaming Dave Runny.
0: (laughs) Blaming the ref again, eh? The poor old ref. Uh, the coach. Dave Reddy. Oh, sorry, the coach, yeah, the coach. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Hey, let's talk T twenty anyway, the World Cup um the World Cup final in the Palms. It well did brilliantly, really.
1: Yeah, it was, it was. We saw in the semi finals that the team that bowled first had a great advantage in the chase, and it didn't really turn out that way in the final because Pakistan, uh, with a great bowling lineup, got some wickets early. They probably didn't need Afridi uh, uh, to injure himself at the end, taking a catch because he was unable to complete his bowling, and that left them a little weak at the end. And England, Ben Stokes, the hero, with his first ever T20 um, half century unbeaten gets them to victory, and this might hurt a little bit across your side of the ditch. They're now claiming to be the white ball kings of cricket. Mm. As they've got the T20 title to go with the 50-over title, which I'm pretty sure ended in a tie that match, but they're still being called the kings. So maybe it should come <laughs> with an asterisk. So, yeah, 80,000 people were there. I think the World Cup's going to be a success, and the dreaded rain that was forecast for last night and again for the reserve day today just didn't eventuate. So the final was able to play it in its entirety, and England, are happy chappies.
0: And uh, well, we're happy chappies over this side of the ditch too, with the the Black Ferns w- winning the. Women's World Rugby Cup as well over England.
1: Yeah, you've got to be happy about that and uh, plenty of excitement going on with that. And Rugby's yeah. not our favourite sport at the moment.
0: No, okay, we won't go there. Let's talk <laughs> Rugby League then, shall we? In the World Cup final.
1: Yeah, well, with Samoa getting into the uh, Rugby League World Cup final, New South Wales origin coach Brad Fittler wants eligibility rules for state of origin to change so that tier one players can be involved. Brad thinks that kids who play in Sydney before they turn 13 should be eligible to play for New South Wales, even if they choose to play for Samoa. or New Zealand in International Rugby League. So that would uh, really open a can of worms, and I don't think it would be state against state. It would be all sorts of... Because Victor Radley, who's chosen England out in International Rugby League, would come back into New South Wales contention. And I think uh, as would love to see International Rugby League play a bigger role in the life cycle to become more like rugby, where it's a true World Cup. But if they... yeah. It's, they have to choose between the big bucks on offer of playing state of origin or playing for their country. It might be a little bit different. On the field, Jerome Luai, he sent a message to his mate Nathan Cleary, who's teammates they've been together since they kids playing alongside each other. Well, they're not going to be friends when it's Samoa against Australia in the League World Cup final. Mm. He said it's only brothers and enemies. So, yeah. So, it's nice interesting beyond be the
0: receiving end. It's interesting here in uh, in South Auckland, in a little part of South Auckland called Mungari. A lot of Samoans live there. The celebrations have gone on all weekend long. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, and they're still playing over here. The uh, when the two teams came together, Samoa and uh, Tonga, and uh, the pre-game warm-up with the war dances, uh, that was quite impressive. And that, that's getting a run everywhere. And now I think there are quite a bit, few of the Tongan community are jumping on board to support Samoa against Australia. So we're hoping it'll be a nice close final.
0: Oh, fantastic! A lot going on, mate. Always good to chat, Jim.
1: Yes, you have a great week, and uh, Daniel Ricardo, he's one step closer to driving for no one next year because he's crashed <laughs> out in Brazil this morning.
0: Yes, he has indeed. Kevin Magnussen and him coming together so not the best for young Danny. A lot of talent in that guy too. It's a shame he hasn't got a drive yet.
1: Yeah, well they're saying he's deciding between Mercedes and Red Bull to be a reserve driver but I can't see you getting a lot of starts in either of those teams as a reserve.
0: No, his bank balance looks good anyway. Hey, good to catch you Jim. We'll catch you next week. Look forward to it. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all.
1: If she thinks, man, I've had a shit Mother's Day, it's not on me, okay? You're not my mum. That's the kids. The kids should have been best behaviour, and they chose not to, okay? Yeah. They chose to give you crappy presents. They chose to complain yeah. at the nice breakfast we made. I'm just there, I'm helping, yeah. but it's,
0: sorry, mate. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.